the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Hello. Oh, that's a loud mic. What's going on, New York City? It's 6.04, Monday night. We are live. We are here in Midtown. And um, I got Joni here. Hello, Joni. How are you? I am doing very well. I like your purple glasses and your pink shirt today. Thank you. <laughs> You're and all ariana out. How are you doing there, uh, San Bellino? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. There's a couple of uh, disturbing stories that really hit home. Um, one has to do, and I believe it's the lead story right now on the New York Post, has to do with um, my friend, and he's my friend. Like, we've we've broken bread together more times than I can count. Ken Rosato from uh, ABC7's um, morning show pre- what, What's their morning show on WN Channel 7, the big national one? Good day, uh Morning America. Is that what it is? Channel 7. Um, okay. And as opposed to the Today Show on Channel 4. Yes. So Ken has been with uh, ABC7 for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. His ratings in that from, I think it's 4 a.m. or 4.30 a.m. until 7 a.m. when um, Good Morning America comes on. But through the roof. Through the roof. Mm-hmm. Beating NBC and CBS combined. Um, and apparently, according to this article, um, Ken had a, uh, conversation with a colleague, uh, off air, I believe outside of the studio, but that colleague's, uh, microphone was on, they call it hot. And he, um, he apparently called one of his co-hosts, uh, uh, well, that's what the article says, a, a bad name. And, um, after a very short amount of time they just fired him so it's interesting because when i i told this story to my dad he just said you know it's amazing that uh this guy's been on the radio i mean tv for decades he's had millions and millions of words come out of his mouth on the air and he's never gotten in trouble he obviously never got fired and then one word off the air that he's giving his opinion basically about a colleague um and that's it he's gone i mean this is a really i, I don't know it's it's 
I'm so glad that I'm working in my own law firm I, I, and I'm not surrounded with these types of people. I mean, I spoke about this this morning on, on Joe Piscopo's show. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a great time with Joe this morning. But Ken Rosado is like the nicest guy. Um, and um, he's, you know, they there were some um, indications, oh, it must have been a racial slur. It must have been a racial slur. It was not at all. It was not a racial slur. Um, it was just a... a, a Tough word um, used to describe a woman. But I don't think uh, there was much of a defense that was allowed to be put up there. I don't think there was any kind of indication that, like, hey, I mean, this guy's allowed to have an opinion about a co-host. And what's crazy is, like, he's another guy. Like, you could put him in in the classification of, like, a Tucker Carlson, like, whose ratings for his time slot were just incredible. Actually, I think. I mean, I don't think he had Tucker Carlson ratings, but I think Ken Rosado at like six in the morning had a, you know millions of viewers um, because it was like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, like that 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 ABC network goes pretty far up, and um, that's it. He's gone, um, and now I know for a fact it's got nothing to do with with race or it was. It was nothing derogatory from I mean, a general point of view. He just uh, called one person one name. So hopefully this does not blackball him through the entire industry. Because let me tell you something. These TV jobs, these media jobs, they are not easy to come by. But it just shows you how there's like zero tolerance for... I don't even know what you call this, um, for voicing your opinion in a way that whoever the boss is, they disagree with. And I'm pretty sure WABC is owned by Disney. And I'm pretty sure Disney, which, you know, Marion and I and the kids, we love to go to. I've been to Disney with Luca more times than I can count. My sister and brother-in-law, niece and nephew have been there a dozen times. Um, but boy, have has Disney gone to like they really became a political institution. And um, I think that their human rights department, their HR department has just, I mean, they have zero tolerance for anything. And it's just, it's a horrible way to live. I mean, it really is a horrible way to live. Like, so let's just say, let's just play this out. Let's say I said that Matt Sambolin was a real, and I used a curse word. Doesn't the truth matter? Like, let's say he is. Well, uh, let's just say I say uh, I won't use a curse. Matt Sambolin. Matt Sambolin is lazy. He's a lazy, 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 lazy. But let's make the word like a little more harsh than that. But let's say it's true. Am I not allowed to say the truth? So hypothetically, let's say the woman who was working with Ken Rosado, who allegedly, according to this New York Post article, you know. Uh, he called her a bad name. Well, what if she, what if that was true? Like, let's say he called her the, the B word. That's not what the Post is reporting. They're reporting a word a little more harsh. But again, it's not a racial slur or anything like that. And just let's just say she's a, a B a B word. And let's say there's like three producers who'd say, yeah, you know what, Ken's right. She is. She's nasty. She's mean. She's condescending. She's arrogant. She's a diva. The hair people don't like her. The makeup people don't like her. So just because Ken told the truth to a colleague off air and used a word that may be accurate, 
it may be a, 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 a an accurate description, but someone in the HR department says, no, 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 we don't like that word. And look, let's let's talk about the facts here. Ken Rosado is an Italian American male. The person who apparently he uh, or allegedly said this about was um, his co-anchor, Shirlene Alicott, who I don't know. I don't watch these shows, but she's a, to me, anyway, according to her picture, she looks like she's a black woman. I wonder if he said the same thing about San Champion, who was also on the show, who's a white guy, whether the punishment would have been so severe. Um I, you know, first of all, I feel bad for for Ken because he's not only is he great on TV, but he does so many charitable things. I actually met him because he helps the Guild for Exceptional Children in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. He he's the master of ceremonies of 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 their uh, annual um, gala where they raise a lot of money to help children with disabilities. Um, so and he's just very generous and genuine. Uh, actually, they have the event when they do, which is usually on a, 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 I guess it's a Sunday afternoon, so that Ken, because Ken lives this lifestyle where he goes to bed at like 6 p.m. and gets up at midnight and then heads into the studio to prepare and, and start his 4 a.m. show. Um, like, where's the forgiveness? I don't get it. So let's just say he did say one word that was bad. Uh, let's say they did an investigation and he was he's right. Or let's say... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm troubled by this. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna talk about in the next segment is what's going on here in Midtown with the Roosevelt Hotel. But I want Joni's piping in here. Joni, talk to me. Well, I did some research for you because I wanted you to have the facts. So, Charlene Ellicott was born in Guyana, okay. actually, um, and she came here at three months old. Lived in Ozone Park, etc. So, Guyanese is her background. Well, apparently there was no love lost between the two of them. And it just shows you about TV how, you know, they're supposed to be like it's the morning show and they're all lovey-dovey, blah, 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 blah. But I I don't think that was the case uh, behind the scenes. And, um, you know, uh, look, I'm not looking to make this whole show here about Ken Rosado, but, you know, there before the grace of God go I. Um, and, And I don't necessarily mean even in the world of media, in the world of the law, in the world of medicine, you know, if, if there's two doctors talking and one doctor says to another doctor that, you know, th- this particular nurse or administrator or whatever is a, you know, I don't know, a bad, bad word. And it's true and it's accurate. We're going to fire the doctor for saying the truth, just using a, a, a vulgar term. You know, we're living in a weird place, man. I mean, just, again, I am. So my, when my when my sister heard about this, you know, she says she's like, you can't run for any office because you're too honest. You're too straightforward. And, you know, sometimes I use language that we use in the streets of Brooklyn. And, you know, you just can't do that. I a different word if it would have been a different outcome. But I mean, I, I think I, so. I think it was just about the word. It, it's a bad word. The, according to what I'm reading in the, the post, it's see you next word. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I don't like the word. I think no, it's, it's extremely I know. derogatory. However, we don't also know the context. And also, of you know, in situation. England they use that word all the time. They do all the time in England. That, England, yeah, that's their equivalent of the F word. Is uh-huh. They use that right, the way right, they right. use the F word. Which is, just, and that word is also a bad word on the air. We I know, know but this, I know, but, but none of this was on the air. The context. We don't know, know if they were in an argument. All right, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this bad decision to make the gorgeous Roosevelt Hotel a migrant center. Grand Central is supposed to be grand. It's not supposed to be beat up with with 
I don't know. Let's see what happens. Don't go anyway. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about Grand Central, the Roosevelt Hotel, and the migrants. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a remarkable travel opportunity that will change your life forever. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to the Holy Land, Israel, this October. It's the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll take you to key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you've likely only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical locations and show you Israel's significance on the world stage, past, present, and future. Step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem. We'll sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and so much more. We'll have guides for our group, lavish food, and luxurious accommodations. No other trip will be like this one. Come with Dennis and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. All right, so you are going to be hearing about what I'm talking about right now for the next month. So hold on to your seats because you are about to get a bunch of or have the ability to absorb a bunch of free, free legal education because Connors and Sullivan, they're doing something very special. You know that you have to have a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, or an estate plan. Well, if you attend a Connors & Sullivan free seminar and have all your questions answered by Mike Connors himself, you will be one of the luckiest people in the city of New York, and I say that with all sincerity. Monday, June 19th at Buckley's Restaurant, Avenue S in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 20th at DeLuca's Trattoria, 616 Forest Avenue, Staten Island, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Wednesday, June 21st at the Greenhouse Cafe, 3rd Avenue, Brooklyn, at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Thursday, June 22nd at Conley's Corner, Grand Avenue in Maspeth, Queens, 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Friday, June 23rd at the Adria Hotel, Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And if you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment, 718-238-6500. 6500 and remember what Mike Connors always says the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all listen to AM 970 the answer on Alexa tune in iheart or odyssey.com Nice tune, San Bellino. Route 66, that's in Cars, in Cars 2. Route 66, that's where Lightning McQueen gets, gets stuck in Cars and becomes his home. How many times two. have you seen that movie? More than any other movie on the planet Earth. It's not even close. Um, first Luca was into it, and now Arthur's into it. So, yeah. so here's a story that's like really upsetting. Here's the headline. New York City plans to use Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan as migrant housing and a resource center. City officials plan to reopen the Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan as a migrant housing and resource center, Mayor Adams said on Saturday. In the coming days, the hotel will open up 175 rooms for children and families, the city's announcement said. 
Ultimately, the city plans to open a total of 850 rooms in the hotel for children and families. So think about that. The Roosevelt Hotel, who it's a storied, it's been there 100 years or something like that. 99 years old. Um, Grand Central shuttered its doors October during the 2020. Pa- I remember during Killed the pandemic. Killed it during the pandemic. So just to let you know, if you watched any episode of um, of Mad Men, um, they, were, they were always going in and out of the Roosevelt Hotel back in the 60s. It was a fantastic place. That's where um, Lawrence Taylor stayed uh, uh, often here when I was trying his case. And when we won the case, that's where we all went and partied in the lobby. The lobby is like a beautiful old school New York lobby. It's a beautiful building. Um, the city, I think, bought it now from the ownership, which I believe was had to do with the Pakistani Airlines. And um, now they're going to make it like, you know, I don't know what they're going to make it. Yeah, they're going to make it housing. So, I mean, that's going to be people's. And look, when you give people something for free, for free, they usually don't take really good care of it. Usually. Like, I'm going to give you a perfect example why I believe in this. This weekend, it was time for Arthur to get a new bicycle, my six-year-old. He just was, I mean, besides him being a good boy and he's doing well in school and he did the rosary in, in, in church on Friday and all this stuff, he's just too big like for his other bicycle. It looked crazy. I think the last time he got a new bike was when he was three and a half or something like that. And he's pretty good on the bicycle. But I knew, you know, he didn't save up for it. It wasn't like there was any real goal for him. And I was really concerned if we just like kind of handed him a bicycle, he wasn't going to treat it the way he should. So his mom and I had a lot of talks with him on Saturday about like, you know, you earn this, Arthur, because you've done so well in school and you're doing well in taekwondo and you're doing well in gymnastics and you're doing well in basketball and you're doing well in baseball and you're being a good big brother and you're being a respectful to your, your so, you know, you're trying to show, give him that sense of I earned something. And sure enough, it worked because when he put down um, his bicycle through no fault of his own, I'll just leave it there, and he scrape, scraped the handlebar, and the handlebar is black, and he scraped the handlebar, and so you could see like the little silver. He got very um, concerned about fixing it and he made me go get a sharpie and, and color it in and that I was very happy that he had that sense of pride. I can't imagine that people who are here and I hope I'm wrong, prove me wrong, that are going to get housed for free in these beautiful accommodations and they're going to take care of it as if they were paying $400 a night which I guess that was probably around what a night would cost during that peak season. Um, but, you know, I, I've heard Eric Adams speak so more times than I can count. And, uh, you know, he's very concerned about Midtown, Midtown, Midtown. You really think this is going to enhance Midtown? You really think this is going to encourage more restaurants to open? You really think this is going to encourage more people to come back into the office? I mean, this is on my corner. I am on the corner of 45th and 5th. The Roosevelt Hotel for 99 years has been on the corner of 45th and Madison. It is on the same side of the street. Um, 
if I was able to open a window in my office and stick my head out the window and look down, I would see the awning for the Roosevelt Hotel. And I remember when it got boarded up in, in October of 2020, it got crushed by the pandemic. But we all had high hopes that it would be would open because it's just a great, great place to um to go. It's a New York landmark. It's like the 21 Club. It's like the Friars Club. The, the Roosevelt Hotel has been there forever. And this is what they're going to use it for. And, you know... My buddy Derek, who who listens to the show and knows a thing or two about um, uh, about real estate, said to me, Grand Central should be grand and central for the citizens and the tourists of New York. It shouldn't be migrant, cent- migrant central, killing real estate values and killing retail businesses. Look, I, uh, you know, I'm always an optimist. And I can tell you this. I spoke to someone very, very high up in the administration uh, yesterday on Mother's Day it was a little awkward timing because we were having some quality time at home, and I kind of promised Marianne that I would stay off my phone on Mother's Day. But this is someone at the level of city government. When your phone rings and you see his name, you take the call, kind of no matter what's going on, and that's what I did. And um, he apologized because I actually reached out to him. I think Thursday or Friday, and he's like, "Look, I'm sorry." He's like, "But the migrant thing," he's like, "It's." You know, we, we, we're just dealing with it. The people are just pouring in. Now, I have to be honest with you, and Joni, you're here, and you're always in the city. Have you seen a lot of evidence of migrants or people? I haven't seen evidence of migrants. I have seen way too many homeless. I just spoke to Tom Harris about this this morning. But are they mentally ill homeless? Um, or people yeah, who a just... lot of them are new to my neighborhood, yes. But are they people who are mentally ill? Yes, so absolutely. These aren't, really, these aren't really migrants. These are not migrants that I'm seeing. However, I'm, I'm just reading something in connection with this Roosevelt story. The president and CEO of the Hotel Association of New York said the city really needs to come up with a long-term solution. This is not a long-term solution. I don't know what a, what what is a long term solution going to be for this. I don't know. I, I mean, don't... I don't. How are they ever going to get placed somewhere else if they are here first? We have to get them into proper housing that they can keep. I know. I know. The Roosevelt Hotel also is a member. It's a union shop, and they're going to have to have unions working it. They just negotiated that. Lawyers just negotiated it. Yeah. Actually, this is interesting for you because their lawyers have negotiated and it said, they said it makes financial sense for them to reopen in this way. So they're getting paid a lot of money, the hotel, yeah, to who's, reopen. Yeah, who, right, whose money is it? Exactly. It's Ours. our money. It's, it's our, our money. It, it's our tax money. It's our money. money. And look, I, and you know, Joe Piscopo said it this morning. He said, you know, Eric Adams has got to stay on the feds because... Like this is all of a sudden it's New York's problem. We're not a border state, so yeah. you know New Mexico, Arizona, obviously Texas, California, Florida. Yeah. Like you know, the, we're 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 absorbing uh, all of these these human beings, and it's if you, we're kidding ourselves if we don't think it's depleting the resources of the taxpayers of New York City from our children's education from our clean streets from our safe streets from our fire departments my streets don't feel safe in my neighborhood now and they're dirty and i'm this has been worse and worse and worse and in this article i was reading they're saying that over the course of this year new york will spend 2.4 billion dollars with a b on addressing the migrant situation listen i know what we could do with 2.4 billion i do think the people need to go 
somewhere and have work. But the problem is they're also not being processed so that they can go get a job. They want to be self-sustainable, but will they be able to be? You know, Eric Adams was saying he was I think he did ship a busload up to um, Rockland County. Yes. And Rockland County's like, well, we're not going to take him. Like, what are you going to do? I, I we don't want to take them either. I mean, it's it's so horrible. NIMBY, right? Not in my backyard. Again, this really hits home because of the Roosevelt Hotel is right here. It is For those of you who don't know, it's right by the entrance of Grand Central Station. Um, it's on Madison Avenue where, you know, the best shopping stores are between Madison Avenue and Fifth Avenue. And, you know, it, it's not exactly a good look. Um I'm trying to think of that street itself. I think across the street there's just like a coffee place, but there's a a high-end shoe store there as well on the same side of the block. I mean, yeah, but there's, there's, yeah. That, um, like an indoor kind of food court kind of thing. And that's where the entrance is, I think, that we went to go to. um, MetLife. Where we went to Bobby Vance. Yes, exactly. The entrance is right down there as well. Right around the corner. So. Helmsley. Look, I, I'm not saying these are easy problems. These are hard problems. I wouldn't want Adam's job right now. No. These are hard problems. And, you know, because of this problem, it's such a distraction from all the other problems that we have, right? I mean, there's plenty of other problems that we have, just straight-up crime, straight-up clean streets, straight-up mass transit, straight-up con- congestion pricing. But you throw this into the mix. And I know for a fact, by speaking to people inside of City Hall, like, they are all working on this now they're saying, Joan, that they're gonna they're putting this in they're putting migrants in certain schools, right? They're putting them in school gymnasiums. So that's where they're living. Uh, that's that's kind of like a tent city because they have to bring in cots and stuff. This is not a permanent solution. I get very frustrated over this because I want these people to have a place to go and jobs, but the problem is we can't get them through whatever bureaucracy we have to get them through so that they can work and they do want to work. And where are they going to live permanently? You don't want to shift them from place to place to place to place. Listen, this is, you know, it's it, it, Midtown is far from the ideal place for these Not people. Not if you want to you bring know, office My friend just said it's two blocks south of J.P. Morgan's $5 billion new world, headcar- well, world headquarters. I mean, there's a picture of them sleeping on cots in a gym. That's like that tent city that they tried to do on the island. I know. Well, I... I I will have a little chat with uh, the mayor about this at my first available convenience. Don't go away. We're going to bring in my wife who wants to retort the whole coffee situation we had on on Friday morning. But uh, we're going to have another guest when we come back doing a little car talk. But it's not Lauren Fix. Stay tuned. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. So would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school? 
one that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently. Well, here's that high-powered and lucrative career that you really need to know about. Court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The National Court Reporters Association has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu, info at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you so let's talk about hemp leaf and those wonderful products um you know you start off with the soap in the morning well actually you can start off the night before if you want to look at it that way and you can put that beautiful shea butter that whipped shea butter the lavender fragranced shea butter and you can just put it you know you don't have to be crazy like me and put it all over your head you put it on your under your eyes on your forehead under your chin um it's just wonderful it's soothing it makes you feel young it is really 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 a great product and in the morning i jump in the shower and i use their liquid black soap which glides on my body leaving my sin skin soft crisp and clean then I come out of the shower and put on either the whipped butter or just the regular butter. I choose one of my flavors of the day, and it's it sets you into the work week feeling great. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. They also have two other products. They have their Icy Pot, which is an incredible muscle rub, and then they have the Heel Elixir, which is for the young ladies who walk around town with those big high heels and their heels are killing them. They put it on before they go to sleep and they wake up and their heels feel great. And remember, at Hemp Leaf, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in your body. So visit them at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hemplief.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala, making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. All right. 
635 here in New York City. Um, I am actually in today's online version of the New York Times talking about the Friars Club. Um, there's a photo of me and a bunch of photos of the Friars Club. And it's basically saying the truth that the Friars Club is in a transitional state and that we're looking for someone to um, join with us in a joint venture to kind of take over the finances and to actually run the building. I think my quote in there is that Friars should be should not be running a club. We should be singing and dancing or yes. whatever, telling jokes and singing, which is which is the truth. Um, another big case that's going on, I'm reading right now, 4.27 p.m. by my friend Molly Crane Newman of the Daily News. Bombshell lawsuit accuses Rudy Giuliani of demanding employee perform oral sex while he talked to Trump on the phone. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a troubling story that I guess will have to be addressed in the days coming for um, make things clear. My, our law firm represents Mayor Giuliani on other legal fronts. Um, and um, there was one other thing. Oh, yeah. So my friend Tom Kniff, who's representing Daniel Penny in the uh, subway choking case, the defense fund for accused Manhattan subway choker Daniel Penny surpassed $2 million on Monday, including a $5,000 contribution from controversial rocker Kid Rock. The campaign on Give, Send, Go stood at more than $2.1 million on Monday afternoon, with other generous donations coming from political commentator Tim Poole, who chipped in 20000 and Republican presidential candidate Ramaswamy, who donated $10,000. I mean, these are, um, <laughs> these, these are big numbers. We're going to have to talk about the um, ethics of all of this, because... I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot to discuss. We'll have Judge Kamins on to talk about the ethics of all of this. Let's bring in our special guest, who is not Lauren Fix, who usually calls us on Mondays, but it is a member of the Fix family here on Motor Monday. It's Paul Fix the Third. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Hey, Arthur. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Lauren's on her way to Hawaii right now to... Uh, check out the brand-new Toyota Tacoma and the Grand Highlander. They're going even bigger, getting into that full-size SUV category. So, uh, yeah, I'm here. Well, thank you. So tell me which which model she's checking out. Yeah, the uh, so the Tacoma, I guess they're doing a refresh on that. And this, new, this Grand Highlander is all new. So it's just like the Toyota Highlander SUV you've seen before, but the Grand Highlander is even bigger. Just Everyone's coming out with, these cars built on truck chassis because everyone wants bigger. That's how we do it in America. Yeah, you know, I don't, <laughs> so I don't really, I don't really get it. But okay, um, I'm going smaller. <laughs> I really am. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan too. I like my small cars. My first car ever was a Mini. I ended up trading up to an Audi and I sold it to go back to a Mini. Well, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, a Fiat Abarth guy. So you know, that's where I'm at. Ah. Um, which I well, think is, I might have some words about that, but I won't give you too hard of a time. The Abarth, I think, is smaller than the Mini or the same size as the Mini. Yeah, yeah a little bit smaller. Yeah, they're fantastic cars. I mean, if you want to, if you want to wheel around, you want something small, you want something fun, and and sports cars, you know, they're in short supply these days. They're dying out. They're everyone's moving over to EVs, and the last of the sports cars. I mean, Dodge has moved almost completely away from their sports cars. They're doing a last call. Seven different types of vehicles. It's their last of their sports cars. Everyone's going away from it. 
they're all going EV. So if you yeah. want something that's cool and fun, I mean, this, this, you don't have a lot of options left. No, you really don't. And you know what's interesting? That not that long ago, and that's what made me buy the A-Bar, to be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. the gas prices were through the roof. And, yeah. you know, you would think that why would you want to go buy some big, huge gas guzzler? But I guess, you know, that's what's you know, and that, I think that's, that's what what's selling. Type R is doing so well. It's a modern, fun sports car. It's good on fuel economy. It's built by Honda. It's reliable. Right, Wait, so which car are you talking about? I, I, I want to make sure I look, call is urgent. The Honda Civic Type R. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know it well. Um, but even not the Type R, even the, just the Honda Civic, like the S, the one that's like right under the little sports model. And it yes, comes I, in a absolutely. Stick, great vehicle. Gr- great vehicle. And it's at a reasonable price. Yeah, and you still get you know into the 30s uh, for MPG, and you get a little sportiness with it. There are still some options out there. Um, Paul, let me ask some in the Fix family. What what, what do you do? What is your role? <laughs> I work with the family business. I, I do a lot of stuff for uh, for Lauren. I'm her producer for her channel and her social media, and I also uh, uh, coordinate with her a lot on doing uh, analysis and. Uh, and research. So anytime you see a car review go out, anytime you see a news segment go out, I have my hand in making sure that that hits as many people's eyes as possible. And are you a, um, are you a Ford Mustang guy like the rest of your uh, family? Ooh, I am. I have a 1966 Ford Mustang GT. It's all original, rust free, and it's red with a red interior. It's wow. be gorgeous when it's done. When it's done, well, what state is it in now? Uh, right now, it is completely torn apart. It is down to the bare metal, which is where I need it. So I'm about a third of the way there. <laughs> okay. And, um, you know, I, I could tell you what your mom's, well, you know what your mom's view is about the whole electric vehicle thing. Where does a, a person, like, you know, a few, uh, a few generations younger stand on the new EV phenomenon? You know, actually, I oddly enough, I have very similar opinions, though I, mine might be a little bit stronger. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I think that they lack everything that we have become accustomed to with modern vehicles. You don't get the range. You, you get the power. Sure. I mean, instant torque is fun. You want to go fast? Absolutely. Look at the videos of people testing out Tesla plaids and uh, all the fancy hypercars. They're super fast. Sure. But you're losing out on reliability and build quality and the maintenance Maybe it's very small, right? You only have to really do brakes. But if something goes wrong, it's usually catastrophic, and it costs half the price of the car to fix. Replacing the entire battery pack is insanely expensive. And God forbid you need service. Nobody can do it except for the dealership that sold you the car. You can't bring your electric car to a mechanic. I think it's a recipe for a disaster for the industry moving forward unless we think about diversifying. Now, if we go all EV, it could be really bad, but I think having a little bit here and a little bit there gives people options, right? Okay, I like it. I drove my brother-in-law's um, Tesla. I don't know. He's a Model S or no, no, I think a Y. He's like a half of, I don't know, whatever. It, like, but, a, like a chunky but, little SUV? Yeah, exactly. Is that the Y? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um it is super duper fast, like in a straight line, yeah. super duper fast in a very like quiet way. Um, and it does like fun things like the kids say, like, do the car show thing, do the car show thing. And you're like, you press yeah, some buttons awesome. and the windows open and close and the t- trunk opens and closes and it plays music. But, you know, it's not it's not my style. Well, Paul, I will tell you, you uh, you filled in quite well for your mom. 
and I'm glad you guys are consistent on the love of EVs. And when we, um, when, you know, next time you or her come back, we got to talk about congestion pricing here in the uh, the city of New yeah, York. Yeah, I was just that's, looking at that. That's the next yeah. thing that's going to hit us. But we're running out of time now, buddy. Thank you so much, well, Paul. Paul fixed the third. No, it was, it was absolutely our pleasure. And uh, you're welcome to fill in for your mom or co-host with your mom anytime you like. Appreciate that. Yeah, go check out our socials. We're putting up a story. Next one is going to be on the hiking of insurance rates. Very, very important for everybody to pay attention to. All right, there you go. Moto Monday with Paul Fix the Third. Check out the car coach reports. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Marianne, who wants to uh, retort my uh, my issues with her and just sipping her coffee, etc. Don't go anywhere. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. All right, let's talk about our friend Joe Piscopo, who I was able to hang out with this morning. Um, And he put together a tour with Steve Perillo, Rome and Sicily. It's only for our AM 970 family. You should seriously consider going. How do you do that? First of all, I would go to their website. Go to perillotours.com, P-E-R-I-L-L-O, tours, T-O-U-R-S.com. Or you can call 1-800-431-1515. You go to Rome, three nights, including that special intimate performance by Joe Piscopo. Then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taromina, and Palermo. You see medieval towns like Savoca, Forza de Agro in Messina. And you'll see some places where they film the movie The Godfather. You'll go to Mount Etna. And you'll have a uh, wine tasting on Mount Etna. And then you go to Palermo for three more nights, which has all these beautiful little towns all around it, right on the seaside. Nine nights in all, October 18th to October 28th. You should be a part of this special event. So call Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515-1800-431-1515. Did you listen to our podcasts? Hear them now on our website at am970theanswer.com. All right, 646. What kind of tune are we playing here, uh, Sam Sinatra coffee. coffee beans grow by the billions. So oh, nice. Find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. So, Marion's probably right in the middle of dinner right now, and we'll uh, hopefully she'll call in momentarily. I um, 
We had a, I had a, a great, great weekend. Uh, I have no problem telling you the truth. It was uh, I was totally bummed out about this whole Ken Rosado thing, and we could talk about that for a minute here because one of my buddies texted me. They're like, the guy said a curse word. He used a curse word to describe one of his colleagues who may have actually lived up to that curse word. And we now live in a world where that's what you get fired for. And, you know, it's like this puritanical society. But, I, you know, I, my sister's right. In other words, I would be getting in trouble all the time because I, I speak the truth. And sometimes the truth involves some, like, you know, harsh words. But on the flip side, in terms of, like, political correctness, they just announced that Martha Stewart is going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. 81 years the old. The swimsuit edition. Yeah, and, and similarly, and here's Joni. She's just like... I'm so happy. She's like, do you know, Martha Stewart's going to be the oldest woman ever on the cover of the swimsuit edition. Like, duh! That used to be all 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds. 81's a little up there for... Uh... She the Carol, fantastic. We got to yeah, get Carol. Yeah, well, those are, you know, there's, that's a little bit of filtering, et cetera, right? I don't know. I can't you, say. you don't think so, Joni? I mean, could be. Yeah, there's probably eight inches of makeup. I mean, she's 81. God bless her. I'm not. God bless her. But, I mean, this is what we've come to, guys. Like, the swimsuit issue was Carol Alt. Yeah. Elle McPherson. Kelly Ireland. Kathy Ireland. Like, right. But wait, why does it have to be someone young? Here we go. Why can't it be someone <laughs> Here older? Here we go. I'm waiting for it to be a man in a beard soon. That's that's the wait, next what step. what did he say? I'm waiting for it to be a man in a beard soon. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, but why not? No. I'm all for it. Well, Joni's all for it. Joni, I'm all for it. Joni, you're not 81. I'm not. No. My well, mother's not even 79, though, but she would look... Hot Roz, they call her Hot Roz. You she think they're gonna put Roz on the cover of, <laughs> of Sports look Illustrated? Awesome. I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe the cover of AARP magazine. Thank you, um, Sambolino. Marion is calling you right now. Yeah. It is Chaz Palminteri's birthday. He's eight, he's seventy-seven years old. It's Emmett Smith's birthday. He's fifty-four years old. It's Ray Lewis's birthday. He's forty-eight years old. Jamie Lynn Siegler, she's the actress from The Sopranos. She's yeah, 42 she's years old. She's the little kid. Um, and so there's, look, everyone's asking me about Rudy Giuliani's I case. I thought you were going to say about case. Sports Illustrated. I thought no, you were getting texts from Morano no, about no, 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 Sports no. Illustrated. <laughs> um, so, look, I'm not going to talk about Rudy Giuliani's case right now because we probably will be helping him on this case. Um, and I don't want to say anything now before I know all the facts. I have the complaint sitting right next to me. But just keep one thing in mind. A civil case is different than a criminal case in terms of in a civil complaint, you can write all kinds of stuff that you're not really obligated to prove. Whereas a criminal case, when the district attorney's office writes up a complaint or an indictment, they're held to the highest ethical standards and the highest burden of proof to have to prove those things. So they are much more... Um, Accurate in what the allegations are. Let's have 24 hours pass and we'll see what's going on. On the line right now is my Mother's Day mother of the century, Marianne Bertuna. Hello, Marianne. Hello. How are you, my husband? Good. And and for the record, obviously, you know, my mother is the mother of the century as well. And so is Grandma Nanette and all oh, that stuff. Of Mimi. Right? Okay, we got to make sure everybody yeah, is covered. Lori and, and Chris. 
Yes, Grandma Me. Right, right. So here's um, Marianne. I I played for you um, Friday segment where I talked about you got very very mad at me um, oh. for very mad at me because I had a sip of your iced coffee. Okay. Well, let's just. I mean, I'm here to clarify one thing. I did listen. And I don't recall ever referring to you specifically as disgusting. I said the whole concept of sharing coffee is not my favorite. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, 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 no. I am not letting you off the hook. Counselor, was the word disgusting? Was the word disgusting used? What did you say? Was the word disgusting used? I yes, but I did not call you disgusting. I said wow. the concept of sharing coffee in the morning is disgusting. So, Grammy, I I know you're listening. I felt the need to clarify because I would never call my wonderful husband disgusting. But I know Arthur, you have you tell a good story, and sometimes we embellish, especially when the stories are about me. Well, Why? honey, I don't. Honey, no, I only embellish. Yeah, the, 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 a little. Not your topic, not your radio topic. I'm, I'm going to take the fifth. But the bottom line was, I need you to be honest. Did, did you That's did fun. you get very seriously annoyed? <laughs> annoyed because I took a thimble sized sip of your iced coffee Friday morning. Yes or no? I didn't think you did. I actually thought you were joking. Right. Okay, but, but, but then I when I confessed, say, go ahead. Then when he, I said sharing coffee is, well, I did refer to it as disgusting, but I said, I don't like to share my morning coffee. Now, did you say I don't think I'm a bad person. I think a lot of people feel that way. Well, I know Joni Pelzer feels that way. I was pretty calm about it. It's just, Arthur, I think you want me to share everything with you. So I learned my lesson. I'm going to now allow you to sip my coffee. Wait a minute. It's not worth it. It's not worth all this drama. That is definitely. I apologize to my mother-in-law. It was a whole thing, everybody. It is. I don't think that's true. And I will tell you, I do not have the guts to reach over and touch your coffee. I'd have to be like choking on a lozenger or something. Lawyer, I'd like to defend Marianne. Yes. Marianne, may I defend you? You do not have to share your coffee with your husband. You are allowed your coffee on your own. That's your one vice you can have to yourself. Oh, well, thank you. I don't have, I really don't have any vices, I guess, except caffeine, coffee, which by the way, I never, I really didn't, I just, this is a recent thing. I stopped drinking coffee for about a year and a half and just started again. And I have to tell you, it is addicting. See, it is. Once you start, you need your coffee every day. And what happens? I stopped if you drinking don't... coffee when I was pregnant, and then nursing, and then you once you stop, it's easy. But then I started to have coffee again, and then once you do, you start to drink it every day. All right. How well, this got on your radio show, I will never know. Well, because I feel like was... I need to apologize to your listeners. Well, I do. It, 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 it's okay. I'm honey, sorry, it's... everybody, but I did ask to be on because I did not want it out there that I think my husband is disgusting. That's horrible. No, just the fact that and I took a sip, a thimble-sized sip out of your ice coffee. You not, I would prefer you not to. I feel like I share enough with you. Do we have to share coffee? But if it's going to become a topic on your radio show, I feel like for the good of all, I might have to... to uh, 
make an exception. Okay, well, it's okay, honey. So we have two minutes left. Tell everyone about your yes. Mother's Day weekend. I had a really beautiful Mother's Day weekend, I have to say. The weather was beautiful. I was with my family. My husband spoiled me. My children were great, although my son really wanted nothing to do with me. He said Mother's Day is for mothers who need to rest. He was all about his dad. I I don't know what's up with that. Maybe he'll spend Father's Day with me. I was a little hurt, but then I realized he's sick, so I can't take it to heart. He was having fun with his dad. But I just enjoyed the weekend. And you know what? Mothers should be celebrated, just like fathers. That's what the priest said. Isn't that what what the priest said at Mass? We all went to church as a family, which I have. You know what? You're right, Arthur. You need to go to church on Sundays. It is. I feel so good from going to Mass, and I, I, I think we all need God back in our lives. Am I allowed to say that on your show? Oh, Dave, Dave, are you kidding me? After that, the pastor's breakfast we had on Thursday, you know, it's oh, so funny. I mean, you really do. You feel so good, and it, we're, thank so you, Arthur, for inspiring us all. Even though Uncle Lauren sealed the deal, but you really you set you paved the way. Well, I, I, mean, I don't get me wrong. I pray every day, but there's something about being in church, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll keep that going this summer. Okay, well that's the plan. And wait till you see, and like that, right after Memorial Day, they have an outdoor little tent, and they give you a little ice tea and people chat for five minutes before you go back to your car and just explain, exchange niceties. Well, Marion, happy oh, Mother's and Day. And the priest spoke so nicely about mothers, right? He, he did. said he, he really did and it was beautiful. So Okay, well, I know you have a lot of jobs. I know you have a lot of jobs and you wear mm-hmm. a lot of hats, but I know the hat of being a mother is the one of which you love the most and you're the most proud of, as it should be. So, as yes. we put the lid on things yeah. Monday night, I know you don't want to hear this, honey, but I'm going to run home so I can see the kids before they go to sleep. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so I'll see you in a little while. Okay. And, honey, 81-year-old Martha Stewart is the cover girl for the swimsuit model of Sports Illustrated magazine. 81 years old, honey. So I'll be 90 Martha, and you'll be 81. Wait, who did you say? What? Martha Stewart. Martha. 81-year-old Martha Stewart. So That's I'll be amazing. ninety. You'll her. be you'll be eighty one, and we'll be having a good time. Fabulous! I, I love you. Goals. I'll see you in a little while, okay. folks. I'm going to be gone the rest of the week. I'm going to be traveling, so have a great time with all our filling hosts. It'll be a blast. Ciao. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.